And if we show so show na shukri, we show ingratitude to his favors, we show a don't care attitude to the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah Pak also says, Inna Adabi la Shadeed, that the punishment of Allah Ta'ala is severe. So Nama Ikram explained what it means what it means the punishment of Allah is severe. We see the first thing that Allah Ta'ala can remove this ni'mat, Allah Ta'ala can remove these bounties from us. Allah Ta'ala protect us, Allah Ta'ala save us, and Allah Ta'ala keep showering His bounties and mercies upon us. Alhamdulillah, this Mubarak day of Jummah, this Mubarak day of Jummah, this is also a great ni'mat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The best day that the sun has risen upon is the day of Jummah. The day Adam was created, the day Adam was sent on this earth, the day, the Mubarak day of Jummah. So many virtues, so many accolades on this day of Jummah. So what must we as mu'min, we as believers do on this day of Jummah? Two things, two things. One is excessive dua. Excessive dua. Why? There's a moment, there's a moment of acceptance on this day of Jummah. If our dua coincides with this moment of acceptance, then Alhamdulillah we are we. So make dua. Some ulama ikram explain that when is this time of acceptance, they say between the two khutbas. You see, when the khutbah starts, when the imam sits on the mimbar for the khutbah, there must be no talking. There must be no talking, it's an ibadat. Like how in salah, when we read salah, we only can do what we have to do in salah. Talk, we can't say anything else. We can't even tell somebody to keep quiet, our salah will break. So in the same way, when we're sitting for the khutbah, when we're listening to the khutbah, the khutbah is in Arabic. The khutbah is in Arabic, we have to listen attentively. We have to listen attentively to the khutbah. Why? This is a sunnah. This is it's sunnah to give the khutbah, but it's wajib to listen to that khutbah. So as if we in namaz, we can't play, we can't finish. Even if somebody is making noise, we can't tell that person to keep quiet. And if a person does that, then all his minor gunas will be forgiven from one jummah to the next jummah. Alright? So what I was saying about the khutbah, between the two khutbahs, between the khutbah, between the two khutbahs, that one minute or that half minute or that 30 seconds, whatever it is, that's the time for dua. And how we make dua in that time? We don't make dua with our lips. We make dua with our hearts. We ask Allah Ta'ala from the recesses of our hearts. We ask our needs. And inshallah Allah Ta'ala will accept it. Some of have the opinion that this time is before the, before the Maghrib Salah on Friday. The last portion of this Friday as it's leaving. As the Friday is leaving us. That Mubarak portion, that's the time of acceptance of dua. This reminds me. Everybody read three times, Allahu Ahad. Last week, Friday, in this Mubarak time, one of our musallis of this masjid passed away. That Mubarak, the last end of, the last end of Friday, before Maghrib, he passed away. Allah Ta'ala fill his cover with nur. Allah Ta'ala grant him highest stages in Jannah. And Allah Ta'ala give the family sabri jameel. And all the women that have passed away. Today, Yusuf Saluji from Spingo Beach, a senior alim of Durban, also he left this world. Allah Ta'ala fill his cover with nur also. And everyone, everyone who lost near ones and dear ones, wherever they are, wherever they buried, Allah Ta'ala fill the covers of nur, and Allah Ta'ala raise their darjahs, and Allah Ta'ala give grant all the families afiyat and sabrej ameen. Ameen. Respected sins, the month of Rajab has dawned upon us. The month of Rajab has dawned upon us. This is a stepping stone, one step, two steps in the month of Ramadan. Nabi Islam taught us dua, taught us this dua, Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'ban wa bandaqna ramadan. That Allah Ta'ala bless us in the month of rajab, bless us in the month of sha'ban. And Allah Ta'ala make it possible for us to reach the month of Ramadan. Make it possible for us to reach the month of Ramadan. So why did Nabi Islam start making this dua two months prior to get us to conscientize us? 
to get us ready and get us prepared for the Mubarak month of Ramadan. So all of us, each one of us, we have to make adequate preparation for the month of Ramadan. One is physical preparation, one is uh, we prepare prepare our iftar, whatever beforehand, whatever that is in place. But more important than that is our spiritual preparation for the month of Ramadan. The spiritual preparation for the month of Ramadan, so that when Ramadan starts, no time gets wasted. No time gets wasted in preparing, no time is wasted in getting ready. Why? So Mulana explained last night, my last sub here, the program here last night, he explained last night that if we stop, if we get prepared, we only start preparing for Ramadan on the first of Ramadan, then what will happen? It's like when you put dead brakes on a car. If I put dead brakes here, yeah, I'm not going to stop here. I'm going to move forward and I'm going to stop a bit in front. But I'm going to stop. Definitely I'm going to stop. So what happens if you start beforehand? If you prepare beforehand, you start putting breaks and you start preparing ourselves, then inshallah when we stop, we're ready for the month of Ramadan. What happens if you start in the month of Ramadan and we put our breaks down and we start stopping everything and as we move forward with that momentum, what happens? Sometimes the whole of Ramadan goes by and we're still not ready, we're still not prepared. That's why Nabi Islam told us two months in advance, start preparing, start getting ready for this Mubarak month of Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala give me the understanding, Allah Ta'ala give you the understanding. Taking this in mind, Allah Ta'ala speaks in the Surah, in Surah Asr. Today I want to explain the Surah Asr to us. Wal Asr. In the short Surah, that everybody learned, maybe at the primary level, maybe at the grade R level, maybe grade 1 level, everybody knows the Surah. There's such a Surah that we read in Namaz all the time. But what is hidden in the Surah? What is hidden in Surah? Imam Shafi Rahmatullahi. Everyone heard of Imam Shafi Rahmatullahi. Allah Ta'ala accepted Imam Shafi Rahmatullahi as an Imam of Fiqh. Born in the first century of Islam, Allah Ta'ala accepted him as an Imam of Fiqh. Imam Shafi Rahmatullahi said every night one khatam of Quran was made. In the month of Ramadan, he used to make 61 khatams. 61 khatams of Quran in the month of Ramadan. This was Imam Shafi. Such a great scholar of him. And Allah Ta'ala, Imam Shafi Rahmatullahi mentions about Surah Wal-As. He says that if only, if only Wal-As was revealed, the three eyes were revealed, this would have been sufficient for the guidance of mankind. If only Surah Wal-As was revealed and the whole Quran wasn't revealed, only this one Surah was revealed, this was sufficient for the guidance of mankind. So imagine what is hidden in the Surah. They say, Sahaba radiallahu anhu, whenever they met, before they departed, they discussed the message of Surah Al-Asr. So if Sahaba radiallahu were the students of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa if they found it important and pertinent to discuss the Surah at every given occasion, then how important the Surah must be and the message of the Surah. Three ayah. Three ayah, this is also one of the specialities of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa One of the specialities of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was Jamil Kalim. Jamiul Kalim means his words were few. Nabi Sallallahu words were few, few words. But the meaning was very vast. So this surah that Allah Ta'ala revealed, Allah Ta'ala revealed to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was surah Wal-Asr. إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَفِي خُسْءِ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وَتَوَاسُوا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاسُوا بِالصَّبْرِ Such an easy surah, three ayat. But the meaning behind it, the message behind it is very, very deep. Allah Ta'ala give me, number one, I must understand. And everyone give us the true understanding of not only this surah, but the entire Qur'an Sharif. The month of Ramadan is coming. The month of Ramadan got special attachment to Qur'an Sharif. Special attachment to Qur'an Sharif. 
respected friends, if up till now we're lacking with Quran Sharif, we're lacking with tilawat of Quran, we're having difficulty to read, we, whatever it may be, whatever problems we have with regards to Quran, let us try to rectify these problems now. If we falling back with tilawat of Quran, if I'm falling back with my tilawat of Quran, let me pull my socks up now and start reading Quran. Start reading Quran for the month of Ramadan, month of Ramadan, Shahru Ramadan, Shahru Quran. The month of Ramadan is the month of Quran. If you're not going to practice reading Quran now, then in the month of Ramadan, the first three days will be soda water. The first three days we'll read Quran, but once the gas settles finished, after three days, what happens? After three days, everyone knows experience. The massages are full. The first night, second night, massages are full. On the third night, what happens? People find their own massages. There's nobody to come. The mas- every massage, every masjid is empty. The crowds just drop. So if you start preparing preparation from now for the month of Ramadan, start with tilawat of Quran, create an attachment with Quran Sharif from now, inshallah, Allah Ta'ala will keep us going, keep that momentum going throughout the, throughout the Mubarak month of Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala give me the understanding. Allah Ta'ala give me the tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala give everyone the tawfiq to build his attachment with Quran. So in the surah, Walas, Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on time. Walas, by the qasam of time. Now why does Allah Ta'ala take qasams of Quran? Why does Allah Ta'ala take different, different qasams or different, different things in Quran Sharif? They say there's two reasons why Allah Ta'ala takes qasams. The first reason being that Allah Ta'ala draws our attention to that particular thing He takes a qasam on, the importance of it. So in this particular surah, Allah Ta'ala has taken a qasam on time. Huh? By the qasam on time. Why time? Because time is something, time is so valuable huh? that nobody can explain the value of time. Time is such a commodity that nobody can explain the value of time. A great tabi'i, Hassan Basri Rahmatullah Hassan Basri Rahmatullah grew up in the house of Umm Salma radiallahu Who was Umm Salma radiallahu Umm Salma radiallahu was one of the consorts of Rasulullah sallallahu One of the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu Was our mother. She's one of the mothers of the ummah. Hassan Basri rahmatullah one of the greatest tabi'in, grew up in her house. His mother and Umm Salma were sisters. So he grew up in the house of the wife of Rasulullah sallallahu so he mentions that I couldn't understand. I mean, I, you know, sometimes you understand something, but it's not 100% there. So he says, I can understand, but I couldn't get it. Why did Allah take a custom specifically on time? He says, one day I heard that person selling ice outside. He says, he's screaming and he's shouting at the top of his voice, that have mercy on a person, have mercy on a person whose commodities are melting away. Have mercy on the person whose goods, whose capital is melting away. You see, when I heard this, it clicked in my head. That's why Lapa took a custom on time. Why? Because time is such a commodity that the time gone today will never come back tomorrow. Twelve o'clock today was twelve o'clock today. Twelve o'clock tomorrow is not the twelve o'clock of today. It's a new twelve o'clock. So whatever time we lose, we can never regain that time. Allah Ta'ala grant us that understanding and that that, uh, that appreciation of this time and the tawfiq to value this time. Ni'matan, mabunun fihima kathirun minan nas. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us there's two ni'mats, there's two bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that people, all of us take for granted. That all of us take for granted. We there so it carries on. Which two ni'mats? The only time we realize, the only time we realize the value of these ni'mats once they're gone. Huh? As-sihatu wal-faraq. One is good health. 
One is good health. Today we take it as my right. It's my right I must be, in he- I must be healthy. It's my right I mustn't have a headache. It's my right my, womb, my limbs are in order. It's not my right, it's the favor of Allah. Appreciate this ni'mat, appreciate this favor. How many of us make shukr for the help that Allah Pak give us? Allah Pak give me tawfiq to make shukr. Allah Ta'ala give everyone tawfiq. That every day that I'm walking, every day that I'm moving, every day my hands, are, my limbs are working, I make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My faculties are intact. The only time we realize the value of good health is once his health is gone. The second ni'mah that Nabi Sallallahu spoke about, that we in deception about, is free time. Free time, we while the time away. All of us are included in this bracket. We while our time. We let time pass. The moment we occupy it, now we don't have the time. Then we say, if only, if only, but it's too late. If only, we're going to reverse the clock. If only, we're going to bring back the time. So Nabi Sallallahu Allah Park is conscientizing us in the surah. He says, I take a custom on time. Understand the value of time. Everything happens within the framework of time. Nobody can say, I'm going to step out of time and carry on with my life. Everything that happens will happen. Whatever happens, happens and will happen. Happens within the framework of time. And the second reason why Allah Park takes a qasam is that when we understand the value of the thing, the qasam is taken about, taken upon, now we can understand the importance of what's coming after the qasam. So Allah Ta'ala says by the qasam of time. What custom Allah Ta'ala thinks? Inna al-insana lafi khus. Inna al-insana lafi khus. That the entire mankind, that every human being, every child of Adam alayhi salatu was salam is at a loss. All of them are lost. Everything, everyone is heading down here. Every one of us are heading down here. Right? Then Allah Ta'ala takes out four categories, four groups, or four sifat, four qualities. That if we had these qualities, we'll be protected from falling into this loss. First one, illa Every human being, every old mankind is a loss. Illa, illa is an exception. Who's the exception to the rule? Illa That person who has brought iman. That person who has brought iman. From this we can understand that a person who hasn't got iman will never be successful in the court of Allah. When you talk about success, when I speak about success, our minds go to the material success, go to things of this world. But is that true success? When Allah Ta'ala defines success in the Quran, Allah Ta'ala says, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ فَمَنْ زُحْزِهَا لِلنَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةِ فَقَدْ فَاسِ when Allah Ta'ala says, Faqad Faaz, what Allah Ta'ala is referring to? That person who is protected from Jahannam, that person who is put into Jannat, Faqad Faaz, ultimate success. Uh, for ultimate success, for to, to get the maximum success, except the one who has brought Iman. Without Iman, there is no success. Allah Ta'ala granted this Iman, it's up to us to look after this Iman. Huh? Allah Ta'ala granted us this Iman, it's up to us to look after this Iman. Now what is Iman? يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ Our Iman is to believe in everything that we cannot see. Our Iman is to believe in everything that we cannot see. Today our lives are such, the world is such, that we say seeing is believing. The ideology of the West is if you can't understand it, if you can't fathom it, don't believe it. This is not our Iman. Iman is on those things that we cannot see. Iman is such that we cannot see. We believe in the angels, that we see the angels. 
But we believe it's there. My Nabi told me the angels are there. That's why I can believe it. That's why I believe it. I believe in the last day. I didn't see the last day, but my Nabi told me there's Qiyamah to come. That's why I believe in it. Yu'minuna bil ghayb. What happened to Fir'aun? Fir'aun is drowning. The seas are crashing, the seas are closing. Amantu bi Rabbi Harun wa Musa. Amantu bi Rabbi Harun wa Musa. Now I bring Iman in the Rabb of Harun and Musa alayhi salam. Now I bring Iman in the Rabb of Harun and Musa alayhi salam. But it was too late. It was too late. Why? Because he had seen the unseen. He had seen the angel of death in front of him. Iman is not on what you see. Iman is what on, 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 on what you can't see. Illa alladheena amanu. So alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has favored each one of us sitting here. Allah Ta'ala has favored us with Iman. It's up to us to protect this Iman, to safeguard this Iman, to get involved in those activity, activities that safeguard and become a fort of this Iman. Illa alladheena amanu. And the second category Allah Ta'ala mentioned, wa'aminu salihat wa'aminu salihat Having Iman is not sufficient. Having Iman is not sufficient. Side by side with Iman is Amirul Salihat. Good action. We need to do good action. Our Iman and Amirul Salihat come together in the Quran. 49 times Iman and Amirul Salihat come together in the Quran. If it wasn't, there was no connection, there was no strong connection. Why did Allah Ta'ala bring it 49 times? Allah Ta'ala brought Iman, and side by side with Iman, Allah Ta'ala brought good actions. Because Iman is something that you cannot see. Iman is something, a condition of the heart. It's abstract, we cannot see it. Even if I cut the person, cut the person open, open his heart, you will not find Iman. But what is the proof of a person's Iman? A proof of the person's Iman is on the Amal. He has started. Let us set goals, let us set ambition. If I'm not a Namazi, what I mean I'm not a Namazi, I'm not a Musalli of the Masjid. One is to stay in the vicinity of the Masjid, Alhamdulillah. But I can be next door, I can be, my house can be joined to the Masjid, but I still lie in that Masjid. Make that niyat. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Use this, use this. If you don't want to use the month of Rajab, use January 2023, a goal and ambition for the coming year that I must become the Musalli in the Masjid. And also if not that, then the month of Ramadan is two months away. Month of Ramadan is coming. If I'm not going to be a Muslim now, if I'm not going to start being a Musalli of the Masjid, what guarantee have I got that the month of Ramadan is going to come? I'm going to start, I'm going to be a Musalli in the month of Ramadan. Allah Pak save us, Allah Ta'ala protect us. It doesn't be such that even in the month of Ramadan, I'm not counted as part of the Musallis in the Masjid. Allah Ta'ala give me the tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala give everyone the tawfiq to come on to five times salat, to come to good amal, whatever it is, to come on to good amal. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ then the next verse of the Qur'an, وَتَوَاسُوا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاسُوا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاسُوا بِالصَّبْرِ Then Islam and being, as being mu'min, we're not selfish people. We're not selfish people. What we want for ourselves, we want for the next person. So we must encourage one another towards good. We must advise one another towards good. This is a fundamental duty of who? Of not the ulama only. Not a certain sect, but each recital of kalima la ilaha illallah. If we think Surah Asr is addressed to us, and definitely is addressed to every mu'min, then this message comes out to us. We have to encourage one another towards the truth. We have to encourage one another towards good.
This is our duty. And where can we start? Where will we start with this good? Where will we start with encouragement? We have to start with our homes. Save yourselves and your families from the fire of Jahannam. Start in our homes. Start advising the people in our homes. Start advising those close to us towards the good. And the best way to do it is to, in our homes, the best way to do it is to start the ta'leem of fazali amal. Start the ta'leem of fazali amal in our homes. That will solve all our problems. We want barakah, we want peace, we want love, we want obedience in our homes. Start the ta'leem of fazali amal, inshallah, will bring this. And together with this, we must encourage one another to make sabr. We must encourage one another to make sabr. Why? When a person starts speaking the truth, when he starts, starts calling towards Allah, starts connecting to Allah, then different, different hurdles come in his path. Different, different obstacles come, come in their path. We have to become a support system for one another. As believers, as mu'min, we have to become that support system and we have to help, we have to help and encourage one another to overcome these hurdles. Nabi Karim Salam, just to go back, we'll, we'll end here inshallah. Just to go back, when Nabi Salam, when he got Nabuat, right? Everything was fine. He was Al-Ameen Al-Siddiq. Al-Ameen Al-Siddiq. وَأَنْذِرْ عَشِيرَةَكَ الْأَقْرَبِينَ This verse was revealed. Now go out and call the people towards Allah. So what Nabi Sallam does, he climbs up Mount Safa. The mountain is behind him. Is that the Safa? Safa we see today, that marble structure. It's not that. Safa was a mountain. If you saw on one side, you couldn't see the other side. Nabi Sallam is standing on top of that mountain. And he's addressing the Quraysh. Ya Ma'ashar al-Quraysh. Ya Abdul Manaf. Ya this, ya all the tribes gathered. And he tells the people, if there's an army behind me, about to attack you, will you believe me? Will you believe me? So everyone in unison, they said, Al-Ameen al-Siddiq. Al-Ameen al-Siddiq. Just to digress a bit. What they call Nabi Sallallahu Al-Ameen, the most truthful. Al-Siddiq, the most truthful. Al-Ameen, the most trustworthy. All of us, we are Ashaqai Rasul. We claim to be Ashaqai Rasul. Can I stand in front of the mirror? Can I stand in front of the mirror? Ashaqai Rasul, we're talking about the lovers of Rasulullah from each one of us. We don't have to look further, look at our own selves. Can I stand in front of the mirror, look at that mirror, and I can, can I address the reflection that I'm looking at? Ya Al-Ameen As-Siddiq, the most truthful, the most honest. Hey, Ashaq Rasul, oh the lovers of Rasulullah Sallam, do we have this one quality of Rasulullah Sallam? Allah Pa give me the tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala give each one the tawfiq to bring this quality of Rasulullah Sallam alive in our lives. The sunnah of Rasulullah must be alive. It mustn't be in kitabs, it must be alive in our lives. Abu Darda radiallahu somebody asked, what is Quran? Explain to me Quran. Explain, they asked the Sahaba, what is Quran? The Sahaba points to Abu Darda, you want to know what is Quran? Look at his life, follow him, study his life, that is Quran. Allah Pak give us the understanding. Allah Ta'ala bring our lives into Quran also. So anyway, Al-Ameen, As-Siddiq. Then when Nabi Sallam started speaking and telling them about the truth, telling them about Allah, telling them about the Akhirat, what happened? Then the whole thing changed. Person who was loved by all, now people became his enemy. So much so, his old uncle became his staunch enemy. So, respected friend, when we encourage people towards Allah, when we, we're not going to get those difficulties that Nabi Sallam went through. 
Definitely we're not going to get those difficulties. Or difficulties to that level. But there will be obstacles, there will be hurdles in our path. We have to encourage, we have to become a support system as mum awliya ubad. Mu'min are friends to one another. We have to create that support system. We have to encourage one another towards the good and we have to encourage one another to make sabr and to overcome these hurdles. Allah Ta'ala give us the understanding. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Ramadan is around the corner. The new year has started. Let us change our focus. Let us change our direction of our heart. Let us change our ambitions. That by the end of the year, before Ramadan, I must become a better mu'min. I must become a better Muslim, inshallah.